Mike, don't get jealous of the haircut. I won't. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to Italian Football TV. Italy, we got our first win over Ukraine. It was scary at the death, but I think all the everyone's maybe calmed down a little bit after the 1-1 to North Macedonia. Yeah, scared us. Sure. What come down? Come on. You're not happy. No, I'm not happy. <laughs> okay. Why? Why am I not happy? Because, uh, first of all, we have no center forward. There's three things that I really didn't like today. The player that played in front of the defense, he didn't do a good job. You need somebody else there. We have no center forward. You need a center forward. And if you want to play Raspadori, because I like Raspadori, put him on the wing and get a center forward. Let's get a center forward there. Let's give him ball. Let's give him... I mean, we missed yeah. miss so many chances in front of the goal. And they, they're shooting all over the place. And they're like 10, 15 yards away from the goal. I mean, you can't you can hit. You need the center forward. The center forward has got a different mentality. Yeah. They always aim for the goal. So find somebody. Even, even if you get, you know, Retigui, let him play. Let him play from the beginning. And if you really like Raspadori, you can put him on one side. And Zaniolo did a very good job today. I think he gave him three or four balls that the guy was right in front of the goal, and we missed. He gave one to Raspadori that was perfect. Oh, no, no, he, he did. He did more than yeah, one. Yeah, Zaniolo, I was, I was. Uh, and, he was up in the air for and me. And the last thing that I didn't like: no energy in the second half. In the second half, I thought we had really flat. We were flat. That was kind of the theme. We did that last, uh, the last match against uh, Macedonia. I feel like the subs that he made didn't didn't give us that additional sprint, that additional part that that we needed to, you know, getting fresh legs into the game. Obviously, Ukraine had more of a willingness to score because they were down, but I feel like Italy has to do a better job in controlling that that game and being able to get that third goal to close mm -hmm. it out. And we weren't able to do it. And you know, there's growing pains to this team because mm -hmm. I I think uh, if we look at the Euros, right. It was, in a sense, a, a false hope, maybe, or something that kind of happened out of the blue that no one was expecting, and all of a sudden we we're like, "Oh, we're back." How so? Uh, well, we made a run, and, and even during that run, I mean, we played great games, but a lot of times we didn't win those games outright in 90 minutes. So, uh, I'm nothing to take away from what Italy did and and what Mancini did at that point, but um, you know that that little bit of just being able to just carry on creates a mentality for that team, right? You 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 win games, now all of a sudden you think that you're unbeatable. And then obviously we know what we knew and saw what happened, you know, when Jorginho misses a penalty kick or we can't win three games to not make another World Cup. It's it's not acceptable. And I think at this point we're still struggling to find that mentality. Who are the real leaders of this team? Spalletti, I think his approach with these two games coming, uh, you know, he was. I don't want to make too many changes. Let's see with what we got, which is the right much thing time. to do. Yeah, exactly, and and try to organize what's going on. You know, I I think Raspadori is he the number nine for Italy, the saving grace? No, but I think he offers a lot more quality to hold up the ball, to make something happen besides what we have. Immobile, Retegui, more of that target striker, number nine that's going to finish. And unfortunately, Italy, especially in this time, we don't have this you know, creative genius that can make something happen. We have, you know, even in the midfield, Barella, Fratesi, great players, but those guys are just bulls, really. You know, running up and down, can 
get the cross, can't take the shot, as we see Fratesi had a, a remarkable game, and Marco called it. So we said, we said before the game, though, yeah. he's the only. It's kind of crazy that our midfielder is the guy that scores two goals. Yeah, which goes to what you're saying about the creativity up top. Yep, and and listen, Zaniol, I think, uh, you know. I think in the beginning struggled a bit, but then came to his senses and and, and started showing his quality. Um, couldn't say the same thing for Zakani, really. Really bad. Um, you know, and, and you know, defensively also, we're, this is a young new crop of guys. You know, Bastoni Scalvini, hopefully for the future, can be solid. But today we saw some holes even within the midfield when we lost the ball, and, and uh, you know, it's a cause of concern. But all in all, in all. You know the the victory today was the most important thing. We can't ha- allow another you know North Macedonia debacle. So there's important games coming up, and we have to be able to. We're in the driver's seat. You know this Ukraine game was big, and we need to be able to to win out. You know maybe versus England you're allowed to lose, but that's it. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think the biggest problem now with Azuri is what Gaetano was saying, uh, finding <clears throat> that number nine. And uh, the second thing is being clinical. Uh, I mean, t- in today's match, we saw that Italy could have scored four, maybe even five goals, but they were unlucky. But at the end of the day, that's part of the sport. Yeah, unlucky. But you also got to be efficient in front of the net. You know, you put that game away. Italy shouldn't be sweating those last 20 seconds. But like, oh, my God, holding on to that one goal lead. It, it shouldn't get to seconds. that. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, like 20, 20 minutes. 20 seconds. 20 minutes. <laughs> Antonio started supporting Ukraine at one point because he was so mad with the way they were playing. No, I meant like the last 20 seconds of the game, just like hoping to blow. The, everyone was screaming, blow the win. And I was like, it shouldn't be like a one goal thing holding on. But whatever. You can say they were unlucky. In the post, uh, Raspadori probably should put a couple away. And whatever the case is. But... Um, this is a new Spalletti era now, so we got to give him time, regardless of what happened now. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. Even no. with Napoli, it took some time. With uh, There's a lot of talent on this squad, but I, I still feel like that's the key weakness, uh, having that striker up there. You can't say anything about the coach. I mean, no, wh- yeah. whoever coach you put there, these are the players that you have, and you got to try to do the best with the players mm-hmm. that you have. The best thing that happened today was Fratesi. This guy doesn't even play, doesn't even start for Inter. And he played very well. I liked him. He, he was the only one running in the second half, actually. He was still running in the 90th minute. And that, that's, that, that's really the best thing that I like about this team. But you got to give, uh, these are the players. We don't have a number 10. We're missing a number 10 and we're missing a number 9. Fratesi was the the man. By the way, Antonio, we mentioned Antonio. He started supporting Ukraine for a minute. Antonio's supposed to be on this podcast, and more just than, for everybody at home. Minute, uh, yeah, he, he was, got a call. He got a Ukraine shirt or something. I don't know. Antonio was so mad at the way that we were sitting back and defending and how we were playing that he said, all right, let Ukraine tie the game. That's what he went to. But the reason why he's not here is because he went to a Mets game. And, and, he's, a, and he's a Yankee fan. Baseball. And they suck. And it's baseball. Baseball. He left the podcast for that. He ran And there's out. no playoff implications. Like, this team is out in the water. To be fair, none of us did tell him, like, Antonio, do you remember that we're doing a podcast? We all kind of just let him go. Yeah, but... But we did uh, chat this morning. We that was was you remember? <laughs> I think we're all okay with him leaving, too, because everyone was stayed silent. We might have a conversation where we're not screaming over each other for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe he was out of it. <laughs> because when you said, what kind of panino do you want? He said, yes. <laughs> you believe that? And, then I said, and then I said it again, and he said, panino. <laughs> You That's, maybe read, do you want? Like, well, funny, you know, do you want? You read it wrong. <laughs> Don't cover for him. 
But Fratesi was a uh, was a man that when Peter was here hanging out before the game and we saw the lineups, he was the, the man that I was so happy to see because there's nobody that breaks the line like him. He's such a yeah. killer in the box, and I know that we struggle for goals. And last year we see it with Sassuolo, we see the runs even he made with Inter in preseason, where I said he's the problem. He's the only one that in the box. He's cool. He's a little bit calm. He he can put the ball into the back of the net. And I'm waiting for him to start for Inter because I'm telling you, he's going to be a problem. I think he could become one of the best players, best transfers in Serie A this season once he gets his momentum. And when he gets that starting spot for Italy and for Inter, he's never going to let it go. Yeah. I think his timing is one of the best midfielders that are the box-to-box that can make that last-minute run into the box and find find the space to score. Very, very rare quality to, to find. And he does it well. I think when Inzaghi, he just takes his time with the with his players as far as switching these guys and getting them in. Mkhitaryan, obviously, last year made an unbelievable run with with Inter to, <clears throat> to the final. So he's kind of giving him the hierarchy, right? Saying, "Hey, you're still part of this roster, part of that, you know, eleven starters." And then little by little, he'll probably go but in the derby. Of his age. In the derby, who would you start, well, Fratesi or Mkhitaryan? For me, I would always start Fratesi. That I think Mkhitaryan also adds a level off the bench because Mkhitaryan could play in different positions and it can also beat his man on the dribble. Whereas Fratesi, uh, you know, his his skill set is more of a guy that's going to run by you. Mkhitaryan can can create space out of mm. out of nothing. So, so about the um, about the the striker position, though. I think that, yeah, I understand what you're saying about Raspadori, and I agree he needs to be more clinical, but I really like the link of play that he had, which mm-hmm. for me, and I know Immobile scored last game, and I know Immobile is not the the result of uh, us drawing against Macedonia. He scored the goal. He's not every problem that Italy has, right? It was just one of the problems is the striker position. And for me, Immobile, even though he scores the goal or whatever, his link-up play is awful. It doesn't help us move forward within the game. And I know a lot of Lazio fans are going to come at us for, for, for talking about this because they, they they really love Immobile. And there's a lot of fans in general that like Immobile. And I think he's very good in, in Serie A. He's very good at, at what he does. But for the Italian national team, we have we don't have a build-up player. So Raspadori, for me, I saw him do that really well. Like as a nine that checks in and allows open, to open space. He did it really well in the first half. But now that I heard you say that and I heard you say that, each of you, about the number nine... The man that comes to mind. What the hell are you doing, Mike? Oh, the thing wasn't clicked on. <laughs> the the man that comes to mind is Skamaka. Skamaka is a little bit of the the striker that is good with his feet, but then is also can be a more natural center forward who's clinical in front of goal. I I know he's still getting his feet wet at Atalanta, but I think for the next round, the the next call ups that we have, I think in October, he's got to be the man that we look at. Yeah, for sure. Does everyone agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And going back to Immobile, I mean, uh, for the Lazio fan, listen, he's one of the best center forward in Serie A. And I don't dispute that. I mean, the guy's been leading scorer. He's great. But when he makes the next step to the next level, just in the national team, he can score. So, you know, it's not... Certain players can only reach certain level. And for Serie A, he's one of the best. I think there's a long list of guys that were able to score goals in Serie A and doesn't yeah. translate into the right. national team. Right. I mean, even a Toto Di Natale, Alberto Gilardino, these guys were Mancini. always... Mancini, another one back. Like, these guys always scored a lot of goals in Serie A, but never translated into the national team. Right. And when you reach that level, uh, you know, in, in part, I think also the players around Immobile with Lazio, 
give him more chances in front of goal. Whereas the players around them with the Italian national team, unless he's going to be able to create on his own, he doesn't have that sprint or somebody giving him that ball on the silver platter. But it's it's even besides just the goals, which obviously I know we, we care about goals with the center forward, but it's also the link-up play. I see him do it very poorly. In the game against Macedonia, I can remember so many times he's getting the ball, he's leaving a five-yard pass or whatever it is, and he doesn't allow the team to move forward in a good way. So that was even more my problem because we were losing the ball a million times. But there was others on, on the team as well that were doing the same thing. Even Zakani today, I was I was not crazy about him. Um, who else? Also, we had the Bastoni and Scalvini starting as the, the pair, the two pair in the back. Mm-hmm. What did you think about, uh, about them? I don't think it was great, but I also think that... For a younger duo, center backs, no real experience together, you know, it it can pass. But it's still, you know, I think these are the guys for the future, unless somebody else comes out. But, um, you know, not a perfect display today. That's how I see it. But I I can't really expect them to be these, you know, the Chiellini-Bonucci pairing already. Mm. Like those guys especially played together with Juventus for so many years have a relationship center back position is so much uh, about the relationship and understanding you know the the timing and and who moves and 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 who goes to get the ball first so there's there's a lot of things that still need to to learn but i think for the future these are both guys that can play the ball both guys that are big physically strong athletic like these are more of a modern full mm. uh, center backs how about the goalkeeping position? Mike, we were oh talking about boy. this for a while. Gazeta went nuts oh after uh, North Macedonia put the, the ball into the back of the net on the free kick for Donnarumma. And I saw an angle also from behind the wall where it really looked like Donnarumma, he, he kind of cheated a little bit going one way and then he got caught out. But with his height and everything that he has, you would expect him to, to save it. And also, I think for the way that Italy tries to play and the way that modern football has been, he, he came onto the scene in, in crazy fashion. Well, we all know that. He was right away tipped as the next Buffon. But in modern football, the ball at the feet is very important. Mm. And he clearly lacks yeah. with the ball at his feet. So would you put his position up for dispute considering the other players we have? I mean, we talked about Donnarumma and whatever. He was a wonder, boy, a wonder kid for how many years and all this stuff. Um, a lot of people gave him flack for that goal. I could, I would say, yeah, he was at fault, but then not entirely his fault. So it could have been either way. But regardless, even before that goal, I feel like, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like Donnarumma is kind of content in that spot. It feels like he's not pressured, like he's that number one. And I feel like for national teams in general, you should never feel too comfortable in your spot. You should always be fine for your spot like someone's breathing down your neck. And I feel like Donnarumma is too comfortable in that spot. So if I was Pauletti, maybe I'd give someone like Vicario, who's been doing very good at Spurs, made, made a huge move for Emily for Spurs, just to try him out, maybe in a friendly or whatever the case is. So Donnarumma knows, listen, you're you're the, uh, the key for Italy, but if you're not performing up to task, if you're not... Showing that you are evolving, your you know your spot's not safe. Just like everyone else's spot, that's what I believe in. I, I mean, that. if you're a good, if you're a goalkeeper from the national team, you need to make that save, and you don't get mm. beat on your post. Yeah. If you get beat on the other post, that's fine. That's a perfect shot to put it. But you got beat where you were supposed to be. Mm. You know, so uh, yes, I uh, I blame Donnarumma on that, and he's very weak with his feet. Yeah. Uh, if I if I'm a coach. The, the goalkeeper never touches the ball with his feet. <laughs> we never. know that about you. Okay? Uh, th- there was a, a statistics where 
the uh, goalkeeper touched the ball more than the center forward. Is That's it, crazy. Is this an Antonio statistic? The, no, 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 no. <laughs> this, this is an Allegri statistic. Okay. <laughs> this is that's crazy. I mean, if you think about it, the goalkeeper touched the ball more than the center forward. Wow. Give me a break. <laughs> what I can forward? what I can say is that, that Donnarumma ball at his feet is is horrible. Mm. The only thing is his luck is that the Italian goalkeepers behind them aren't so great. I mean, Meret is even worse. No, Vicario's good. Vicario's good. Vicario's good. I feel like they have good players. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say listen, Meret's Vicario, even who else is the next bad. guy? So I would also go to the Italian. Let's go to Serie A. Okay? Serie A. Inter does not have an Italian goalkeeper. Milan does not have an go- Italian goalkeeper. Juventus doesn't have an Italian goalkeeper. Pedin is good. Yeah, yeah he's not the number one. Uh, Roma doesn't have an Italian goalkeeper. So like, they from such a historic position when you look at Italy and the goalkeeper position Lazio finished second they have an Italian goalkeeper okay Provedel but why you know he he's not gonna push Donnarumma unfortunately I think Vicario can yeah, think Vicario he made a big move to Spurs he's playing in a, a tough place and they're having a good a, under a lot so of pressure he's doing good in Spurs, yeah, he's doing he's really good. Spurs. Yeah. it can be an evolution thing but you know uh, for five games in Tottenham is not enough okay, okay, fair to enough. out you know take also for this moment I think you made a good point though too with Spalletti Spalletti trained the team for five days before the North Macedonia match so number one it takes time and rightfully so he should slowly implement his ideas Mm -hmm. he had to just get these games won we didn't do it against Macedonia they're the team that I mean, we can't we can't beat the, for some for one reason or another. I think Mike, you said it well. That you know, not able to be clinical. We also had a lot of injuries, and that's not an excuse because no matter any of our team, we should go out and be able to win the games. But I still feel like, uh, again, I know we had the opportunities, like you said, that we didn't score. But I feel like without Federico Chiesa up top, there still lacks to be a guy that has the courage in moments to be your man, take a shot, score a goal. The amount of times I saw, and I know I'm going back to the Macedonia game, especially when it was 1-1, that we're on the left side trying to cross balls in when that's not our style of game. That's not the game that helped us win the Euros. We were direct. We were forward. We took risks. There was no one who said, give me the ball. I'm going to take a shot. Um, Let me be the man. Even Yonto, who I like him on the ball, scared, constantly going backwards. That, That sort of player, just that characteristic, the only one I see in attack is Federico Chiesa. Um, I I thought I would never say this. Oh boy! That uh, because I like Kez on the wing, but if this guy keeps scoring at Juventus, the way Allegri is using him right now, false nine, baby. Hey, why not? Let's try. We need to score goals. Mm. I mean, Allegri thinks he could score sixteen goals and say, yeah, maybe. But he it, plays off Vlaovic. So you put somebody next to him. <laughs> <laughs> so put, you know, put, I, I think now you can put, you know, you don't need, the, if you're playing with two up front. Hey, but Spalletti maybe, doesn't maybe. play like that. He plays with a, sh- a striker. I, I know, I yeah. know. Sounds unrealistic. But do you think he should switch if, the four? But if this one? guy Kiesa keeps scoring, whatever I say, he's not going to change his formation. If Kiesa keeps scoring, uh, and, and now... Maybe uh, it's time that we change okay, something. You know we, do? mean, we don't score in the national team. Let's come to a consensus on what the best Italy eleven is. Everybody healthy, everybody available. I wish Antonio was here for best this. One. <laughs> I wish he was here for this. Best one. Italy. Antonio wanted to get rid of everybody, every single player on the Italian national team. Okay. And, and, and the coach, he's right. Uh, well, what position? Position? It's, it's not a coach. V- Vicario. <laughs> We all agree, Donnarumma. Donnarumma, yeah. Donnarumma. I don't think there's anybody, even though he makes mistakes, he's... Donnarumma? Donnarumma. 
Uh, back line. Left back. Demotico. No, we start right back. Who starts left back? From left to right, you go. No, no just right like you read. Left. No, I go Don't right. You read, I read, go from left to right. The just number like two. The number two is the right. Really? Yes. Right yeah. uh, fullback. You read yeah, but I always. Back. Yeah, but right yeah, exactly. The number is two. I go this one. The number two. When we were growing up, the number two was always the right fullback, okay. and number three the always right. the left. Right back, you go first. Oh, okay. That's what I was. Okay, I, I, I also just watched the video today of uh, Guardiola saying how he writes. Uh, Michael Richards was saying how Guardiola always puts the right back uh, second. We should so go more fresh, formation. To the side. <laughs> it was it was fresh on my mind. Uh, so Di Lorenzo, obviously, mm -hmm. Baston, no, yeah, I guess not Calabria. No, um, no, yeah. Di Lorenzo, center back pairing. Bastoni. Do we like Bastoni Scalvini? Or Bastoni I like Bastoni. I like, uh, Bastoni's nah. a left footer, I feel. Nah, I gotta do it for the future. It's gotta be Scalvini, Bastoni. They're both left, right? Mm. Bastoni and Acerbi. I don't know. I don't think we got a big problem uh, with the centre-backs. Really? I mean, we'll, we'll find two good centre-backs. I mean, today, really, they never... They were never... If DeMarco didn't give him the ball, I mean, DeMarco gave him the ball. Yeah, that's true. Really, were no they... Threatening a couple there, there was a shot but from outside the area. There was a couple of shots from outside yeah. the area. And one, one that one well, when out. We, we play yeah. against a team like, I don't know, Portugal, yeah. who's got so many talents up top. That's what, what scares me in the back line. But against the England, who played time. against England? Bastoni? When we won the oh, European... When we won the European... No, but Bastoni was there too, no? No, not starting. No? No. The last game, though, against Macedonia, Mancini was starting. Uh, for me, Mancini no. doesn't yeah, belong Mancini, anywhere near no. the Italian national team. That guy's team. too rash. He, he wants to fight decisions. more than he wants to play yeah. football. He'll just get a red card out of nowhere, that guy. Okay, so we're not agreeing on the center back. I think that's fine Well, for I now. think Bastoni... Uh, I like Bastoni. Who's yeah. the Scal be? Scalvini, Acerbi. Casale, Romagnoli. Romagnoli. I, mean, I don't think they're good enough. I, put I, like, I say young. Acerbi, but okay. You guys say no, Scalvini. I mean, for the, you got to build for the future now, don't you? There's okay. a new era. You can't do Acerbi. Okay, left back, Di Marco over Pirati. Yes, Or... Even even Udoji, Udoji, we still For don't now, we still I mean, don't have him. Well, we got Spinazzola. Spinazzola, he, he had a great. He got hurt already, I think. Right? European three run game run. <laughs> yeah, he had an amazing Euros, but since then, he I don't had know. an amazing. Uh, I think I won't count Spinazzoli out. I like Spinazzoli. Okay, midfield. Oh, wow, when really? he came in, when he came in with Roma, the last game, man, he changed the game a little bit. Midfield three. <laughs> this is where we'll probably get the dispute in. Huh? Yeah. Remember that Tonali is available if you want. Him. I think from what we saw today, Fratesi and and uh, Barella, or should be they, they should yeah, they not should be. be uh, I, agree. I agree. But who's the regista? The regista in the middle, Tonali Cristante or, or Locatelli? Not Locatelli. Are we doing two holding there? Or we're no, doing three. one. It's three. We have Barella and Fratesi already, so you need one regista. One, one in the back, in front of the uh, the defense. I put. To me, I put Cristante there. No, I don't like Cristante. So who do you put? It's Locatelli or Cristante? <laughs> what, who are you trying to think of? Locatelli. Uh, Tonali. Tonali in there, don't worry. Huh? You can Tonali? play the regista. Tonali? <laughs> Tonali's better I know, box. I know, he's more box to box, but I, I'm just not a fan of Locatelli. Yeah, Locatelli and... Yo, let's get Rovella. Maybe he starts playing with Lazio a little Sensi. bit. Sensi, bring Sensi Sensi. I'd rather have Tonali play there than have minutes. Cristante or... Or Locatelli, honestly. I think Cristante Personally. defensively is better than than the other guys. Look, mm. he, he's too one-dimensional, Cristante. Huh? I feel like Cristante is way too one-dimensional. I will give the midfield again another try. The next game, I give the same midfield that we have with Locatelli there. Mm -hmm. Okay, up top. Oh, boy. The wings. I, I mean, Chiesa has got to be right on wing. one side. And the way Zaniolo played today, I will put Zaniolo. So Chiesa and Zaniolo on the... Okay. Um, 
I agree. Not Politano. Politano for me was no, really, yeah, yeah. really, really, really Off the bad. Bench. Yeah, Zaniolo. They're, uh, they're very active. I know. I was not crazy about Zaniolo, but today he played a good game. Okay. And center forward. <laughs> center forward. Uh, center forward, I would go with um, Skamaka. Let's do it. Skamaka, we all agree. The Mobile fans in the comments are hating us. They're disliking the podcast I I right now. I, like I said, I said it so many times before, and I'll say it again. Immobile <laughs> for me oh. is not the number nine for the Italian national team. When you look at the number nines that have been in the past, you could score all the goals you want in Serie A, but if you see his track record, is not the one that's going to put Italy to win. You know who's another one? I kind of group in the same bucket as him, and I can't believe I'm saying this because... After that that game against Macedonia, I know I'm judging off of one game and the opportunity, but Berardi, I kind of group him there, but I would give him another chance too because I think he's got the qualities to be able to help the team. I go Chiesa, Berardi, Scamacca. That would and be the my starting lineup. Three. Yeah, front three. Try them. I want to see next game that lineup. That will make me happy. What's that? Cultural merch or something? <laughs> that I don't know about. Nah, Berardi puts up big numbers. It's just sometimes character-wise, he's not he's not there in the big moments and. Again, you told me this a couple months ago. I will be calling you crazy. I'd say, there's no way I want to give him another chance, but I would. I will put him there. Well, let's have uh, our uh, audience uh, also decide yeah. the, the best 11. Give and us, uh, and our producer. Yeah. Give us uh, producer, Mr. It's producer. Yeah. What's uh, your center forward? Uh, we dispute center midfield and center forward. Center forward. Just give us center forward. Scamacca, Immobile, Raspadori. Scamacca. So we're all in agreement on Scamacca. What else? What else? What else we got? Anything else about what the Italian national team? What do you guys think about Nyonto? Nyonto? No, there's a lot of mixed reviews. No, no, not as a star. Just what do you think about it? <laughs> I don't like that he's still playing at Leeds. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't make I, he's me in happy. second division. The fact that a Serie A uh, team like I don't know Sassuolo or something couldn't get him, but it wasn't because of that. It's financially. They spent money for him. They weren't gonna let him go for free. They mm. want to jump back into the first division. He I didn't was, mean it just for that. I just meant I don't out. like that he's playing his football in oh, yeah. second division. No, I know, but, but it, the, he was with the first division. He was in the Premier League last. He's year. got the talent though. I think he's got the talent. There's a lot of he's raw. He's very he's not, raw. He doesn't go for it enough. He doesn't always try to beat his man. You know, I see him doing like a couple the, of good things. And then he goes back. I feel like and he resorts I feel to like the same I don't play. know if it's a Spalletti thing because at least whenever I see him, he really attacks the defense. Here, he he hesitates, he second guesses, and then turns his back and Bro, passes it back. it's not a Spalletti thing. He did it with Mancini too. He yeah, did it with Mancini. Maybe he's nervous with the national team. I think it's when you come off the bench and the game is two-one, you're also programmed not too. to lose the ball. Yeah, that's so true. the idea is, hey. I could take the man on, but you know what? I'm going to be tactically mm. aware to, mm. to, yeah. to recycle the ball and remove that ball. Mm. Let's, let's move it around. So if you start a game, your mentality is a little bit different. They go, the score is 0-0. You know there's 90 minutes left to play. So it's a little bit easier. When you come on to a game, you have to understand the moments, understand management of, of the clock. You still got time? Yeah. All right. Should we talk about the derby a little bit? If nothing yeah. else, uh, let's do it. It's nothing else with the Italian national team? The derby. I know no Antonio, unfortunately. Uh, so we don't Mets. get... He's got to go yeah, watch he's watching baseball right now. How, how you feel ahead of this derby? Because it's the two best teams right now mm -hmm. in Serie A. Uh, you know, perfect. You guys haven't conceded a goal, though. You're the only team, I think, in the top five leagues that hasn't conceded a goal, I believe, so far into and, match day three. And mm -hmm. the Inter players are playing good for that Zuri, too. So that that's another plus one. Not Di Marco. <laughs> yeah. Not after that pass. How you feeling going into this match? Um, I think the international break kind of takes a little bit out of this uh, this game. 
because you're going to have a lot of players coming, especially there's so many international players for Inter, both Inter and Milan, that traveling, the two games in a week, it's a lot for the beginning of the season. So, um, you know, I don't know if we'll have the same form, both Inter and Milan, we're on unbelievable form before the international break. Um, I do think, obviously, the game and just whoever arrives the couple of days before, you're going to feel and you know what, what the derby is about. So, like, motivation-wise and, and, you know, just the the experience overall, these guys are going to be ready for the game. Um, how do I see the game? I think it's going to be a very, very close match. I think both Milan and Inter, we've seen them, like, really dominate games in possession. And then at the same time, they haven't played this counter-attacking style, but they have the players to be able to break on the counter. Who? Both Milan and Inter. Mm. Because I feel that Inter, right, if you look at whether it be Barella, but even Turam now adds an extra part of our game that we didn't have in the past, which is the, the ability to run in behind uh, the defense. So, uh, and Milan, we know already with Leao, with now adding a Pulisic and and being able to be lethal, just as lethal on the other side, now you can't double Leao. You you can't give the space or, or favor one side. Exactly. It's going to be a, a, Equal a battle. Attack, yeah. You've, uh, you you guys are much more adept to the counterattack. Inter. Well, because of you know how we have to, to play with Inzaghi sometimes, but I think Milan is, is better suited for really? a counterattack. I, I think so. With the Teo Hernandez, uh, Leao, a Pulisic, you know. You know, I think that that's going to be where they get hurt. The I've been. I think Milan is probably the team that's impressed me the most in terms of. I thought that they were going to be good. I didn't think they'd have this much chemistry and be this good going mm-hmm. forward. And they've been the funnest team for me to watch in mm-hmm. Serie A. The team that I've most enjoyed. Loftus cheek bombing forward. Mm-hmm. Reinders in the midfield. I think one of the best signings. Pulisic goes without saying. They have options that will contribute to goals. My fear is this is just the theory that I've had is that the defense is not as good as we think. Just because they haven't played a top top team yet. Yeah. They've played strong teams, but they haven't played with amazing strikers. And I see them going forward a lot, which I love. It's fun to watch. My fear for them is that they're going to get caught up the field a lot. And Inter are experts at counterattacking football where they they're, you guys are okay with absorbing and breaking quick. And I think without Tomori, who they don't have in their center back, I'm reading also Kalulu is not might not be fit to play. I think defensively they were already question mark for me. And now the fact that they keep pushing guys forward, which I think that that's what they're going to do, you guys are going to be very content with sitting back and boom, hitting on the counter. Another thing to fight on that real quick. I agree with that a lot. The one is a huge, huge loss. Another thing is Inter haven't conceded a goal. I believe Milan conceded two goals in those three games. But Milan's opposition was, uh, was tougher than Inter's. So that's another thing to add in. So it's more... The Milan's was tougher than Inter's? Yeah, Milan's opponents were tougher than Inter's. That, that and we they only add. conceded... So now Milan's attack, which is, looks incredible, I think is going to give Inter's defense a run for their money for sure. They also... I mean, Milan, the only they looked in difficulty when they had a man less. When yeah. when Romo were a man yeah, up, yeah, yeah. then okay, it looked tough. And I know Romo was out without Pellegrini and Dybala and yeah, Lukaku yeah. then came in. But that was the only time that you know Milan look have looked poor. But you're right that the opposition yeah, that they played have been different. That's be sad. I yeah. think, like you said, to cut it off, Gaetano. But yeah, Inter, uh, we've seen in the past how they can defend. But I, I still see the way Inzaghi plays. He's gonna play the ball also. So that's why I feel if Inter, at times when we push too high, 
Milan, I think, are are better suited to to counter. That really? was my, my point. Okay. That was my point. It because right, we'll Inzaghi see. also plays a lot of the. So when the is the game? Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. 12 Saturday? O'clock. 12 o'clock. 16. So it would have been better for Sunday. Of course. It would have given a, yeah, a, yeah. an extra more, day, especially to rest. because it's Champions League? Because you have to travel. Yes. It's because Champions League. Oh, there's a Champions League. Well, yeah, it's a bad sense. time. By the way, the international yeah, break. The, the yeah. Right when we start the, Serie A, yeah. I'm just getting into the group no, this of things. Is, uh, We're three no games in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So is Giroud playing this game? Or is he it should hurt? be. Or is yeah, he hurt? They said that it was not as bad. Okay, so if we put the teams that more or less we left before the international break... Uh, Inter is favorite. Inter is playing really yeah, good. Yeah, Inter's favorite. But on a derby, doesn't mean anything. On a derby, uh, AC Milan can beat you. Of course. So you you need to be uh, to be ready. Uh, I I see maybe a tie on this game. You know, I, I don't know if Milan if they got if they got if Giroud is there and they got Leao and they got. Uh, uh, Pulisic, the the midfielder is good. The guy in the back is good. Uh, Ciao. Ciao. Uh, yeah, is is good. I like he's him. Solid, I know, but no Tomori. Who, who could who can yeah. be who could play next to him? Kier. Kier. Oh, you got Kier. Yeah, Kier he's is good. No, nah, come on. He's good. Nah, he's good. He's good. But he, just, he doesn't have a lot of minutes. I feel it like. doesn't matter. So. He my, doesn't my, have an answer, but he's, he's got the experience. The guy's a national team player. He's playing in the World Cup. He's playing in the European Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The national team player is the La, most Lataro, Lataro is also hot. He's hot right now. He yeah. is. Lataro is hot and he loves a goal against Milan. Mm-hmm. He always scores against Milan. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's, good. So he's a killer. With, with Lautaro in the form that he's in, like but, you said, a like derby, said, anything could happen. Anything can happen. I, I see Inter favorite. I on, see the same thing. Yeah. In this case. But like thing. you said, it doesn't matter. And no, you know what the thing that. is? The last four derbies, I think you guys have won. Inzaghi found the... Four? No. I think it's four. Champions League. Champions League. Uh, was it Coppa Italia? Check. But yeah. I'm pretty sure it's four that you guys won in a row. And Inzaghi's found the formula against Milan. Because early on, and this is also just what we said about Inzaghi, sometimes mentally they've crumbled. He's made... Uh, yeah, I, I mean... The, the game that's most evident to me, yeah, I was, yeah, I was four, at four. four. Super Cup, Serie A, Champions League, twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game that I was at, that I watched it, where Inter's in total control for 45 minutes, 1-0 up, and then they lose. Giroud turns two times, 2-1, yeah. they yeah, win, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I think was the first, might have been the first derby the first, uh, first, over there. The first that was, and also then there was the 3-2 where Leao turned Skriniar inside out last year around the same time. Mm-hmm. So there was moments where they lost the match for me because of decisions that Inzaghi made. That's that's the way that I saw it in those games. So I, that's my fear. No, I know. I, I, listen, I think that the Inzaghi especially, there's been an evolution in his time with Inter. Um, I think the Inzaghi in the first year was still uh, concentrated in, in what he used to do with Lazio and how he was trying to organize his game plan and the substitutions and everything else. And that was also evident within the first uh, half of the season last year. But then as this year went on, obviously, the team was gelling. Uh, he had his players back. And also, you saw his tendencies to make these subs because of a yellow card, because of this, or because of that, kind of fade away. So I think if he's able to now understand after the two seasons that he had with Inter to say, hey, I'm going to make these subs or make these decisions based on intuition or me reading the game more than what... The, the probability of a, mm-hmm. getting the second yellow card, that's what's going to be the deciding mm-hmm. factor. And I think whether, you know, you look at the Supercoppa, you look at the Coppa Italia, you look in, in the Champions League run, he was, I think he outcoached, and he outcoached even 
Guardiola, from what I understand and how I see the game, I think he 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 matched at the very least, if you don't want to say, because in the end he lost, but he matched a top. Okay, he ma he matched Guardiola, and he made that Inter team, you know, in the right position to win the match. I agree with so, everything you said. I'm just that's just my little pushback yeah, on. My fear, because like you're saying, Inter's favorite, but when it comes down to those moments, I'm just saying, I have the little scars where I was sure Inter would do it. Listen, but. for me, uh, to say Inter's favorite, I, I think Milan's on the same type of run. Okay, we let in two goals less, or whatever the case might be. But Milan's at the same level as what Inter's doing. They're, they're running through teams the first three games. Very hard to, to see. And, you know, uh, yes, Inter have Lautaro, but... Uh, Milan has Leao. Leao is, is a top player. He's the best player in Serie A right now. You know, with, with the Oshiman. Lautaro is right underneath them too. If Tomori, I, I, maybe I'm putting too much value in Tomori being out mm -hmm. for the second yellow card that he got against Roma, which Belotti is going nowhere. It was just not a not a smart uh, second yellow card to miss to miss the derby. So maybe I'm putting too much And faith I feel in that. Milan have a, a you know, a uh, a well, vengeance a versus Inter. And, we uh, kicked them out of the semifinal, so they're going to come out. This has nothing to do with this game. I'm just talking in general. You get two yellow cards, you miss a game, and that's yeah. that's got to change. Mm. Give them a fine. Let them pay. Let let these guys pay money. They make millions of dollars. The league, you got no money? Fine. <laughs> find the players. Sure the players are going to love that. Yeah, find the players. <laughs> you see they're not going to get any more yellow cards. <laughs> <laughs> two yellow cards are stupid. Yeah, that's I don't just, like, it's a stupid I don't like rule. Change it. Game. Yellow cards. Yeah, we want to see the stars. Because yellows are we, we want to yeah, see the stars. Not it's not yeah. like a dirty yeah, thing. But we want to see the stars thing. playing in the game. We don't want to see, you know, the best players yeah. have to play. Can you I imagine agree. if there was a rule like this and Michael Jordan gets two yellow cards and there is a game and he's out of the game and you can see Michael Jordan? Are you crazy? Yeah. It's, 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 come on. It's, Let's get with the... Program. <laughs> yeah, with the program. <laughs> it's one of those things where you look English. at other sports and you say, okay, yeah. it makes it makes sense. Yeah. You know, not mm, Nobody I, does it. Nobody, no other is sport it? does it. True? No other sport does yeah. it. Hockey. You, if you if you reject it from a game, yeah, you get a fine. Yeah. But the next game you play. Yeah. But also, it's a, I think it's very different too. If you punch somebody in the face yeah, and you're beating yeah. the guy up versus well, in, in hockey, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying for our our scenario. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's different yeah, the type of foul that you make. A second yellow. That's a Sometimes tactical or whatever it is. Uh, I know his is a second yellow that leads to a red, but the ones that I don't know. That, yeah. That's how I that's feel. I, much, I agree yeah. with you. I, I think that, that's something that, that could be changed. Uh, is that it? Predictions? Um, <laughs> prediction, prediction, prediction. Inter 2 1. Fratesi scores. Winner. 1 1. Take it. Mike? Me, Mike. Don't think too hard. You're gonna hurt yourself. One one. I'll I'll take what, what Marco says. <laughs> <laughs> and a producer. Two zero Milan. Two zero Milan e from Enrico Bocadifoco, the Milan fan. Oh, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you everybody for uh, watching. Do, do we know? We'll talk uh, to you soon. Do we know if Antonio took uh, Ukraine in this game or if Ukraine or he took uh, AC Milan? What did he take? Uh, we don't know. Can we find out? We don't know. We'll we'll call him. Uh, we'll call him and find out. Can Can we call him now? No, I'll leave him. Leave him. <laughs> we had enough of him today. All right, guys. Ciao, thank guys. you very much for watching. Talk to you soon. Ciao, guys. Forza. Forza EFTV. I was going to say Sassuolo. <laughs>